Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hey, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071, seven minutes after nine. Hi, I'm here. I am here. And we got some stuff to talk about. Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. And I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm not going to play any audio here at the beginning. James, uh, my intrepid producer, James Trevino. Uh, has a whole bunch of audio, and I'm just going to let him sling some audio at me from the debate last night, and I'll react to it. Uh, but in, in a nutshell, what a freaking mess! What the, what was the point of that? I, 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 and here's what happened. Okay, so I, my wife had her night class last night, so I, I didn't get home until about eight thirty. I DVR'd it, and uh, and I sat. We sat on our asses uh, in our in our plushy recliners and and watched the debate on on DVR. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, it cut off precisely at two hours, and so I didn't hear all of the end statements. I, I don't feel like I missed anything. Uh, that that was a mess on so many different levels, and I, you know, I, I said yesterday I was going to go into it with an open mind uh, and try to uh, shove out of my noggin as many uh, preconceived notions or expectations, and I, 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 I felt like I accomplished that. What the hell was up with Martha? That I I had I did say yesterday that I was curious to see what Martha McCallum would do because Brett Bear is now firmly in the Stooge column. Okay, he's 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 one of those. He's one of them. I didn't expect anything from him, but Martha, I did expect some more from her. I I. I the the questions and the direction that they took that thing in last night was, in reference to what they didn't talk about, was certainly mystifying. And and Trey and I talked about this on on Where and Rima. Okay, the economy really wasn't a big issue. I, I, I mean, apart from sort of the general sloganeering of, well, we threw a lot of money into the economy uh, during COVID, and that uh, you can't do that in an economy like America, and, and blah, 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 blah. But, you, you know, you really didn't hear a lot from these people on the nuts and bolts of what they're actually going to freaking do if they become president, which none of them are, to fix the economy, to get us back to where we were with Trump. Uh, Trey's right. They spent preciously little time on the border. Uh, and, and I, I, I gotta tell you, if I were that big fat meatball, uh, Chris Christie, I also would have been a little pissed off that during a lightning round, I get the UFO question. Now, you know, I watch a fair amount of agent aliens and for all I know, I myself could be an extraterrestrial. But when you're paying nine freaking dollars for a dozen eggs, okay, and uh, you, you got crime off the, the rails in your neighborhood, and you got, you know, millions of people just strolling across the border and carrying fentanyl with them and all the human nastiness that comes along with it, baby, you ain't sitting around on your duff thinking about E.T. I mean, the only time I think about space aliens is when I get really saturated with this crap, and I, and I, and I, I, I plead to the heavens... Take me. 
Beam me up. You can do all the experiments you want. I'll be your Richard Dreyfus. Just get me off this rock. But as a general topic, people aren't sitting around on their hands thinking about that crap. What was the point? What was the point of any of that last night? And as far as the candidates, I don't think any of them looked good. Uh, you know, DeSantis maybe had a couple of good moments. He was playing softball in, in his own weird way, I guess, trying to stay above the fray. But, you know, none of them came off as real human beings. <laughs> it, it all felt scripted. And, and I tell you what, when they were talking over each other and busting in on each other, even then they're throwing out pre-scripted lines, if you could, if you could even catch it. It's like, it's like you could just see the planning meetings. Okay, if he says this, you say this. And, and that was going on all over the place. Uh, the guy with the eyebrows, uh, the guy, <laughs> the guy from North Dakota that looked like a kind of a sweaty, douchey uh, Eugene Levy there at the end of the at end of the line there. That guy, the governor of North Dakota, actually, if you listen to what he said, content-wise, he was the only guy that was. I'm serious. It felt like he was putting out some substance. He talked about abortion. They brought that up last night. That was fairly early on too. And uh, he uh, said, you know, hey, it's, it's back in the hands of the states, and that's where it should be. He talked about education and, and bringing a, uh, uh, a, a, a small-town sensibility back to federal government. Uh, and and I, I actually kind of liked what that guy said. Unfortunately, he's never going to be president, and, and he has the personality of a freaking earthworm. So the only one of them that even felt human like i'm hearing from a genuine human being frankly was christy and and that's not saying that i agreed with uh, a lot of what he said because i didn't okay i think he's a meatball i think he's a he's a stale plate of lasagna that's been left in the fridge just one too many days i think he found out fairly quickly that crapping on trump wasn't going to work for him but at least he came off he was doing his usual goomba thing and he and he came off as genuinely Chris Christie, the rest of them, baby, they were just trotting out the uh, the scripts and the scripted lines and the zingers and 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 the the moderation was horrible. They were, I mean, it, it wasn't just a matter of two dudes talking over each other. It, it was a matter of four or five dudes talking over each other. And Nikki, you know, I think she still identifies as a woman. And it was really just a cacophony. And, and, and again, the topics, the, 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 the two topics, they didn't bring up Biden and Maui. They didn't bring up Maui at all. That was, fe- was weird. That felt awkward. Uh, you know, one of the worst tragedies any part of this country has ever suffered in recent memory uh, and our president, the guy who is their opponent, makes a grand ass of himself in between vacation stops on Maui, and Maui didn't come up. The, we, the federal, these are the people that want to be president, right? They, they all genuinely want to be. I don't know if Eyebrows genu, genuinely wants to be president. I think Eyebrows just likes the, the website hits, you know what I mean? But these are people who claim they really want to be president, right? And we have one of the most underwhelming and, ins- and frankly, insipid federal responses 
to a national disaster that I've ever seen, even almost worse than Katrina in a sense, and it didn't come up? It didn't come up. And it's not like they couldn't have brought it up because nine times out of ten, whatever question any of them were asked, they immediately sidetracked into what they really wanted to talk about or what they had their prepared comments scripted for. So certainly any one of those individuals could have brought up Maui and it just wasn't there. You know, but we know Chris Christie's going to be, you know, transparent about UFOs. I, 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 sheesh. And, and we'll get to Ramaswamy. We'll get to him, okay? Uh, and starting it off, I mean, my God, they started it off with Oliver Anthony. They started it off. If that wasn't pandering to pop culture, I don't, they started it off with the ginger with the weird guitar. And their opening question was, how does that song make you feel? Well, are you guys going to start passing out the crayons at some point? And Ramaswamy. Ramas, Vivek Ramaswamy. I, that guy was the most, he was annoying as pee. I might, he, I tell you what, Ramaswamy was so overprepared that he, 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 he suffered from a, a, a thing that a lot of talk show hosts uh, are prone to when you first get into this kind of radio. And, and most of us came from music radio. I did the same damn thing when I first got into talk radio, and it's the, the compulsion to fill the space, right? Don't let a second go by without the sound of your voice occupying it. And Vivek just, he was so bajiggity, man. He was just jacked up, dude. And it's like every chance he got to speak, well, I got to shove as much in here as I can, man. Got to get all my points, you know, and he just went, I I couldn't even freaking keep up. Watching Ramaswamy was exhausting, and he really just came off as a whippersnapper millennial who is, you know, hyped up on Starbucks or something or Red Bulls. It was exhausting, man. I think it was 24 hours ago, Sean, you and I talked about if he stays calm. And he did not. He saw the lights and then... He was not calm, man. He was... Was he doing crank? Was he... Did he have some crystal in his ring? You know, I, I, that, that was just... He, I, I, he was annoying. And again, it's bad enough when you have two people talking over each other. But when you have four or five people talking over each other... There was different points in that debate where they're they're all talking, except for eyebrows. They're all talking over each other. And is Asa Hutchinson possessed by demons? What was with the bloody eyes? Did that guy not look like the undead? That guy looked like something out of a freaking zombie movie, man. I wanted to splash holy water on my TV screen with the bloody eyes. It was very surreal. And so, and so I got home about 8.30. I watched it on DVR. Uh, was very underwhelmed by the whole damn thing. And uh, and then I, I did sit and watch, after that, the entire 45-minute interview uh, of, of Trump with uh, Tucker Carlson. And I'm going to go to those thoughts. And, James, I thought what we do, I want to talk about Tucker next. Uh, and then when we come back after the news, I, I, you got a buttload of audio. I, we're just going to do it this way. Just fling some audio at me, your and choice. Let you, let you and I'll just Because there's so much. I'm not going to go through all of it. But we'll just spend the break, you know, kind of you sling some audio at me and I'll respond. And yeah. it's your choice what you want to play. 
and we'll do it that way. Because I'm not going to spend the whole show on this stuff because we we got all, we had some other things happen yesterday. We got a lot of crap happening today. If it was a better debate, we would spend the whole show. Yeah, on it. but I, it really wasn't. It just wasn't a very I'm good so debate. Glad I went to bed. You, did you go before? Did you watch it? Or did you, I guess you had to. No, no. I good. And, and I, you know what? <coughs> I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, it it was largely a waste of time, in my opinion. Uh, but we got to we'll play some audio uh, coming up. We'll talk about Tucker next. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSa and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSa.com. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSa FM 1071925. The day after the debate, the first GOP primary debate. Uh, which was a uh, was chaotic at best, uh, and really missed the mark. I thought specifically about the issues concerning you and me and what they didn't talk about. But we did have the competing interview with Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson, which is about forty five minutes. They released it on X. I believe they dropped it about the same time the debate started. Um. It was really interesting to watch that after watching the debate. Uh, it was very laid back. I'm about a quarter into this thing, and it's just Tucker and the president, uh, President Trump. And I noticed within the first few minutes that Carlson would would ask the question, and then he'd just let Trump go. Uh, And maybe for the first 10 minutes or so, I was like, hey, dude, get in there a little bit more. He's, He's not answering the question. And, and I, I, I kind of figure the more I watch that, well, that was that was sort of the game plan. Is I'm going to give this man the space he wants. I'm I'm just going to ask a question and then pull back and let him go. And that's what he did. Uh, and Trump was real was you know he's always kind of a rambly guy, but last night he was real rambly. And it took him a while to circle back around to you know whatever the precise question or exact question was. Um, I, 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 there was a couple of things that I took away from that. First off, it's great hearing Trump drop the BS word in regards to all the legal crap and all the indictments. Uh, Tucker twice. And you, I, I have not heard any other major media figure do this twice. We have on this show and on where and Ryman, oh, Trey has brought it up too, but I, I haven't heard anybody else bring this up. Tucker brings up, well, you know, with every indictment and, you know, obviously probably with the mugshot, whatever's going to happen later today, your rate, his ratings go up. His ratings go through the roof every time something legal is tossed at him with every attack. Let's put it that way. And Tucker said, well, what are they going to do? At some point, they're just going to have to kill you. And uh, Trump's just, I, I don't really remember Trump. It was something like, well, they're very sick people. He's a very sick people, you know, and they're very sick, you know. And, and, and Tucker, I think, brought it up again later on. And you know what? It's a valid question. Are you worried about your safety? And he brought up Epstein, uh, and Trump was very noncommittal. Said he, you know, basically focused on the idea that he didn't think he killed him or that he that he was murdered. It kind of a, took a safe route. Tucker didn't back down on that one. There was one time when Tucker kind of jumped back in and said, well, yeah, I think I think Bill Barr lied about it and didn't investigate, and I think he was killed. So, you know, I'll give Tucker some points for that one. Uh, you know, the only other thing is it was near the end when finally he kind of focuses on Biden, and he said three things, which I absolutely agreed with. 
Didn't say them all at once, but it, but this was the general gist of it. Biden is corrupt, he's incompetent, and he's comp- uh, compromised by China. Let me say that again. Corrupt, incompetent, and compromised by China. And Donald Trump was also one of the only voices who's framing it that way in that, well, he's been dealing with China for a lot of years, making a lot of money deals with these guys. They got all the dirt on him. So he obviously has, in other words, the implication being he has to do what they say or freaking China will out that guy and all the dirty deals over the years. And that's something Biden can't afford. So, you know, I, I, I will say that and maybe you agree or disagree. Trump looked his age a bit last night. And maybe because of Biden, we're a little, you know, sensitive to that. But I, I thought he was just a, a little, you could tell he'd aged a bit. Uh, he was a little more rambly than he usually is. He's usually a little bit more on target than he was last night. So I'll be honest with you. I don't really think anybody did all that great yesterday. Uh, I got to take a break. When we come back, Alex, hang through the break. I'll go to you next, and then we'll play some audio from last night. I'm just going to let James sling some audio at me, and I'll respond. Smartphone or a smart speaker? Smart listener, when you stream us. Streaming radio now. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, 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 uh. New stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm tired. I'm so tired. I'm just not as spry as I used to be. I mean, when I, you know, when I got into this business 200 years ago, yeah, I could go. I, I was doing mornings on, on the rock and roll radio. Baby, my ass could stay up for two, three days in a row, man. Now I was in my late 20s, early 30s. <laughs> it's a little different now, man. I was up late watching that happy crap last night. I want hazard pay. I think we ought to get hazard pay. My mental health was damaged watching that crap debate last night. We're going to listen to some audio here in a second. Here's Alex. Alex, how are you? Rima. Hey. 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 (laughs) Okay. Let's get straight to the point. Okay. What you saw last night was exactly what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. With, with the establishment Republicans, and that's why Donald Trump is the candidate. Yeah, I didn't lose any and support yes, for Trump he, last I, I night. Didn't watch, <laughs> I didn't watch any of I didn't watch the debate. I didn't watch Trump. And I, the reason I didn't watch Trump is that's who I'm being for. I don't care if the guy's in jail or not. Right. Okay. Those other clowns, Arthur McCallum, the moderator, which actually should be moderator slash controller. Yeah. Fox News has gone over, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah, they have. Oh, yes, big time, man. And that's what you That's what you saw last night. What happened to Larry Elder? Okay. I wasn't there. Why they don't want Trump as president. See, they don't want anybody that gets out of the lines. Yeah, I everybody on the same page. Trey brought this up, and he was absolutely right. It was, it was weirdly protective of, Bri- of Biden. Very little about Absolutely. the corruption and the Hunter Biden stuff came up. Nothing about Maui Nothing. came up. Uh, I was genuinely, I was to. genuinely surprised by that. Not me. I guess I shouldn't have been. Yeah, right. I've got it, but it didn't surprise me that none of it came up 
because those are all the real issues. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they and... did cheat Donald Trump out of the out of the presidency. They did cheat. Yeah. They did. The FBI set that up along with the CIA, the Democratic Party, and the Chinese government. I agree. We've talked about this before. When you connect all the dots, yeah. Once, wow. once it's all connected, it all makes sense. Yeah. Well, you didn't right? miss. And that's you're, what's uh, going to happen in. Good for watching out for your own mental health and not watching that crap last night because it was a waste. It was. It, I'm sorry. It was a waste of time. It really was. I got to run, man. Take it easy, man. All right, like, all right. We're gonna let James just fling some audio at me and I'll just react. I have no idea what he's gonna play. We're just gonna play it that way. The real choice we face in this primary is this: Do you want a super PAC puppet, or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Do you want incremental reform, uh, which is what you're hearing about, or do you want revolution? Okay, and I revolution. The the American revolution. Now, it, that was Ramaswamy. He was freaking exhausting. And you know what? The, the dude, the, he was tossing out. He tried to get his little one-liners in there. Yeah, well, is that your, your pre-scripted response? You know, and, and he's very obviously himself giving a pre-scripted response. And he was exhausting. I'm Ramaswamy. Blah, 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 blah. You know, that was really, it could have been his night. He, you know, his, his numbers aren't great, but they're on the upswing. Yeah, they were. He's the rock star, or at least he was. And he came off every bit the whippersnapper that he is. I mean, he, he really, he came off like a salesman, like he was trying to sell me. Donald Trump is a private sector guy like Ramaswamy, but Donald Trump exuded command. Like, I'm in control. People do what I tell them to do. And I'm going to bring that same ethic to the White House. I remember him talking about that stuff. And and Ramaswamy, uh, he was so jacked up, he, he, he felt like he was almost coming unhinged. I mean, you couldn't, it was exhausting to listen to. I couldn't keep up with what he was even saying. It was weird, man. You know that's my homie, but he dropped the ball. He yeah. fumbled on the goal line. It, it was it was it was the the hyperactivity the hypertension there was really weird man play all right toss me another one but it's going to take unapologetic leadership leadership that stands on principle and expresses compassion for women res- okay. in crisis hold, hold pregnancies I'll do that as president of the United States he called my name so I'll respond seconds. So first of all, I will say it is in the hands of the people, and that's where it should be. But when, when you're talking about a federal ban, be honest with the American people. We haven't honest. had 45 pro-life senators in over 100 years, so no Republican right. president can ban abortions. All right, so what's going on there is she's saying, well, with the numbers of votes, we can't possibly, uh, I guess, pass some kind of federal ban. And who was that? Was that? Uh, was that? Uh, it was Pence, Pence mm-hmm. right? Pence. You're was, nailing them all, buddy. Yeah, Pence was, uh, and she actually got into it with eyebrows too. There, the uh, <laughs> North Dakota guy, because he said, "I'm sending." You know, it's back in the hands of the states. That's where it should be. Pence, you know, is looking at Donald Trump's evangelical numbers, and I'm not diminishing. Mike Pence is a man of faith. I know he is. We all know that that's a real trip for him. That's a real dealio. But last night, quoting scripture and then talking about abortion, he felt like, you know, Donald Trump's numbers with the evangelicals are pretty profound. And Mike Pence wants a, wants a bite of that. And that kind of felt contrived. You know what I mean? Like, well, let, me, let me sling some red meat at the evangelicals. And, you know, I, I, I'm a states' rights guy, so I actually agreed mostly with eyebrows on that one. 
And Nikki's kind of shrill. I know it's like a misogynist thing to say, like a bossy woman with a high-pitched voice. But she was a little shrill. I felt a couple of my fillings loosening uh, while, while she was ranting there. But the, the talking over each other was kind of standard stuff for that debate. It's kind of, I went on all night. All right, come on, James. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like chat GPT standing up here. And the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur. Now, on the face of it, that was a really good line. Uh, it, it, but, you know, in the reality of it, it and Trey brought this up on Where and Rima, Chris Christie was kissing Obama ass after, uh, what, 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 which of the storms was it that came, that Hur- slammed into, slammed into Jersey, the Jersey coast there. Uh, he, he was kissing Obama ass. So that it, it, on the, on the surface of it, it was a great line, but just beneath the surface of it and the reality of it. Now he was a Obama butt kisser and that's his biggest weakness. So, where are we? Can we do one more? we got time for one more? Let's go ahead and look. Yeah, we'll, I'll respond to one more, then we'll move on to something else. Hold on, hold on. All right, let me see. Which round and round we... the wheel goes. Where I it stops, know. nobody knows. We'll just toss any kind of audio and I'll oh, respond okay. to it. Here's a good one. Well, I, it might be a good idea to have everybody in Washington, D.C. pass a mental in. Is that eyebrows? Is that pens? Oh, it's Pence. Uh, 30 seconds. No, the American people can make those judgments. But let me say, I, I'm running for president of the United States because we don't need a president who's too old. And we don't need a president who's too young. <laughs> we need a president who's been there. We need a president who knows how Congress works, how the White House works, how states work. And on this education issue, Martha, I was fighting against No Child Left Behind when Republicans right. were doubling the Department of Education. Now, I, I think Pence thought that was going to be his uh, Lloyd Benson moment. Oh. Or a Reagan moment when, he, when, he, when he's talking to Mondale, and I'm not going to, make a, I'm not going to use my opponent's youth and, ex- and experience against him. And that kind of won the debate for Reagan. Uh, I, I think Pence thought that was going to be his big line, but it really kind of... Eh, eh. I think they all thought they had the best line, and they were shoving him out there. And the fact is... Nobody had the best line. There, there wasn't a best line. It was a really lame-ass debate. What do you think? 210-599-5555. We'll take a break, and uh, we'll come back and talk some more. Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. I think that they are smart. Knowledge. I learn things. They're entertaining, informative. Is power. Get some news. We get a lot of our news. That's where I get my news. News and information. Power up. That's where I get my news. On News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Hi. I'm back. Sean, it's nine fifty-four. This hour went quickly. Uh, I, you know who the rock star was yesterday. You know who, in my opinion, had the best day yesterday. Freaking Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani, uh, after his processing, was a badass. Uh, I'm very. He's asked about it after he comes out. He got, he got the mug shot. I'm very, very honored to be involved in this case because this case is a fight for our way of life 
He called his own indictment and the indictments in general a travesty and an, a, an attack on the American people. Uh, Giuliani has said, uh, or said yesterday, he's fighting for justice. Said, I'm feeling very, very good about it because I feel like I am defending the rights of all Americans, as I did so many times as a U.S. attorney. And I, I can't remember specifically, but I think he dropped the line that, you know, this really isn't about me. If they're coming, if they're, if they're coming after you. And that mugshot, that glare in his eye, ooh, I want that on a freaking hat, man. Giuliani, man, st- he's got a glare in his eye like, they're coming for us. They're coming for you. It's right. That's a, that, that, the, the Giuliani mugshot is a powerful image. So I thought Giuliani handled himself very well yesterday. Now, today is Trump Day. <laughs> today, and this is what we'll be talking about tomorrow, obviously. Today, Donald Trump is supposed to, is going to, he's chosen to present himself uh, to yeah, the, yeah, uh, sure. what's that? To the, uh, to uh, the authorities in, in Georgia and Atlanta to, to be processed, and they'll get a mugshot of him. I don't really think they're going to get him into the orange coveralls there. They didn't get Giuliani out of his tie. So we'll see. Oh, and what was with the red ties yesterday? Last, they all had freaking red ties. And blue, is that? That's the standard They all dressed like. Yes, that's the standard But they all dressed like Trump. But that's Trump's thing. Trump brought that into being. Well, I think the red Re- tie and the blue blue suit. Well, I thought Reagan did that too and also little little Bush. Little Bush. That was a funny comedy, that little animated Little Bush. Right. If you're all of those candidates who want to replace Trump as the leading candidate of the reputation, wouldn't you dress like him? Yeah, but it's kind of a name. It's like, it's so obvious because they all wore the freaking red tie and the blue jacket. I was expecting Nikki Haley to, like, have a freaking red tie hanging around Instead, her neck. Instead, Trey Ware said she wore a bath towel. It did look, well, it looked a bath robe. <laughs> did you hear that? Or, Does yeah. that not look like a bath robe? <laughs> That's right. Now very, I can't unsee it. It's a very expensive bath robe. Is I, it? Yes. What she was wearing was probably about four to $500 that Really? Outfit. Yes. Why? Is it a brand or something? Well, and it's, it's it was really sharp. I, I get the terry cloth look because it does, but I know... I know fashion, Sean, and uh, he knows fashion. That was that was an expensive. I dress like a homeless hobbit. Look at me, I look a homeless gnome. I have no fashion sense whatsoever, and I know that by looking at you. But you know that that was an expensive thing she had on. I'll start doing research, but I bet you that was about a four hundred dollar, five hundred dollar outfit. James, you know shoes. He does know shoes. He has some fine shoes. He's actually giving me some nice shoes too. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, I have a pair. My first pair of Vans in 30 years because of James. You gave him some Vans? Vans. I used to like Vans. Vans Who doesn't like Vans? So anyway. uh, (laughs) Everybody got quiet. (laughs) What a piece of crap debate that was. That was really just a piece of crap, man. That was a floater. It really was. And I don't think anybody looked good. I think Ramaswamy's somewhere still talking. He's, you know what I mean? Like he and his wife are, act, are, are like working out and smiling and smiling. <laughs> you know that Nikki started lying about me. She started. No, I'm not. Gonna, she lied about me. It's like, Shut up, man! God, don't be so damn bajiggity next time, man. The guy he was just hyper. I can't stand hyper people. Even though <laughs> sometimes down, I am one. Right. We'll be right back. 
Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's five minutes after 10. Post-debate day. And uh, I, I'm going to we're going to roll with some phone calls throughout the next hour. I'm going to if, if you want to call up and respond. I'm not going to spend the whole hour talking about the debates, but, uh, uh, you know, if you or the d- debate. But if you uh, if you have any thoughts and you didn't get a chance to get on last hour, give us a call. We'll make more space for you. I j- one thing about the debate that I'm I'm going to talk about something else. Uh, I I just saw on the Fox News there, the Wall Street Journal editorial page on last night's debate. They thought it was a great debate. They said, "Well, without Trump, the GOP candidates were able to uh, you know discuss and debate the issues." Did you watch the same freaking debate I did? The word I've been using all day, I was going to change it up at some point. Where was like, no, keep that, stay with that. It's like it's it was a mess. It was not a great debate, <laughs> man. That was not anything close to being a great debate. Yay! Uh, all right, so we got. Uh, let's see, Yevgeny Prigozhin. If I'm saying that correctly, Yevgeny Prigozhin. I think I am who is the founder and director of the Wagner Group, or the Wagner Group, depending on your level of education. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, this is a guy that uh, actually recently has been working with the Putin government. Uh, I'm trying to remember where, in, in, uh, in uh, regards to Ukraine... But Mr. Uh, Bogosian was the guy who also, back in, I believe, the early summer, tried or attempted a coup against the Putin government. And uh, I'm, frankly, like a lot of people, surprised he's survived this long. Uh, He's on a private corporate jet flying, I believe, from Moscow to St. Peter. Well, he's flying to St. Petersburg. It's normally a fairly quick flight. He's done it a thousand times. And probably about the time I got home uh, yesterday around noon, uh, they shot his ass out of the sky. He's on his plane with about 10 other people. Uh, it, it, they, 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 at first, they couldn't confirm that he was dead because this guy has a modus operandi of disguises and misdirection as far as where he is and where he isn't. I guess he's been a crafty fellow in that regard, and so it, they didn't confirm till later on that he was, in fact, on that plane. But you know what struck me about that? I, mean, I, I think we all know what happened. <laughs> if Vlad Putin doesn't like you, he'll blow your crap out of the sky and watch you fall while he's jamming to his favorite band. At a, he was at a freaking concert, man. We I don't know if we've seen the images yet, but the description was when that happened, it was all over Russian TV. And yeah, Putin's at a concert, man. And he's like rocking out, big stupid grin on his face. Uh, Mr. Prigozhin was uh, unfortunate and unnecessary and had to go. He was unpleasant. As they used to say during the old Soviet era and the, and the uh, Nazi regime, you know, uh, if you're unpleasant, you're going to go bye-bye. And you know that Putin wasn't going to let that guy just roll after attempting a coup against his government and his leadership. But what got me about this, I don't know if you had the same thought. I, I'm not an aviator like Trey. I, I don't know you know, aeronautics, and I'm not a military guy either, so I don't 
But I, it, it, I, correct me if I'm wrong, it seems to me that with the land-to-air missiles, the battery of missiles that uh, Vlad Putin would have at his disposal, uh, this is a relatively small corporate jet, that if he wanted to incinerate and obliterate and disintegrate that thing in the air, he could have done that. What I saw was a plane hit by a missile that then tumbled to the ground. And I don't know about you, but I had the feeling like, well, do we do we just disintegrate it in the air? No, I want you to just take out the wing because as he falls, <laughs> you know, I want him to think of my name like that. I'm watching that plane tumble out of the sky thinking, Mr. Yevgeny is on that plane going, I hate you, Buddha! You know, I mean, you know, there was... It's, you know, James, what do you say? That, guys, what do you say that they, if they wanted to disintegrate that thing in the air, they could have done it? Oh, okay, so the dude is confirmed dead. Yes. the Rus- Well, the Russian government has, has confirmed it. Now, I wa- oh, I, you know. I want him to show up on YouTube. You didn't get to me. I, I don't know. You know I what think I'm they saying? Got, yeah, but I, 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 they said, you know, there's always a question because this guy, as I mentioned in my opening statement, this guy's good with disguises uh-huh. and misdirection and being someplace he's not. He's not and, I hope he's alive. That would be so awesome. But the way they took that thing out, doesn't it feel to you like Putin wanted that guy on the plummet so he could think about what was happening rather than just obliterate them out of the sky? Yeah. That no, thing tumbled. Yeah from the air i haven't seen the video yet it tumbled from the air and i'm like that guy has just enough time to realize his freaking life is over if they just slammed him with a couple of missiles there'd be nothing left of that airplane they hit it and it fell out of the sky so who's and it just ca- seems to me like putin wanted the guy to have a few seconds before he hit the ground who's shooting this video and happened to catch it I don't know. Just well, it, yeah. But for Putin, so he can have it on Prob- his, I imagine, on his nightstand, a little revolving I want a nice, picture. Make sure you use a high def camera so I can see him tumble. I want to see Yevgeny tumble from the sky. I, just, I want oh. him to have just enough time to say my name before <laughs> splat. Now let's rock out. He was at a freaking concert. They said he was laughing and smiling. Now, somebody kept saying yesterday, I mean, this is a guy that we know has poisoned people. I mean, he's real old school James Bond Soviet era guy, right? He, he don't like he's going to toss your ass out of a window, hey, man. Sometimes windows break. Sometimes windows break. People stumble. They fall. <laughs> I want you just to ding a wing. So that he falls from the sky. And I want a nice high-def video of him tumbling, of Prigozhin tumbling from the sky. Sean, you've got that, you've got that Russian accent pretty good. You know, when I was Why single uh, in between marriages, I actually uh, subscribed to a Russian bride service uh, for several weeks until I realized it was $30 an email. But I did, pro- I did uh, practice my Russian accent back in, then, in our days. Really? Eh, it didn't work out for me. I'm kind of glad. That's yeah. expensive crap, man. <laughs> That's yeah. pricey crap. You want a Russian bride? That ain't... You want to... You know, seriously. Well, yeah, from what I hear... That costs you some change, man. And it gets a lot more expensive after you tie the knot. 
Well, yeah. You got scam factor. It's well, a, but I mean, yeah. just the mixer. You know, I remember reading about you can come to a mixer and meet Olga in Minsk. And uh, it'll only cost you $30,000 to get there, you know. <laughs> what a bargain. But I was like, if if you want response, twenty nine ninety nine an email. I'm like, all right. Wow. I'm well, a radio divorce guy, and that's a little too much. I guess I'll go back to my, uh, what is it, <laughs> match.com. <laughs> For 10 bucks a month. I think I'll just go with Zeusk. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I was on Zeusk for a while there when I was single. So glad I don't know what that's that is. That's really slumming it. No, Zeusk was slumming it. <laughs> Zeusk was, you know. Slumming it. I just want a back rub. Anyway. Um. <laughs> you remember that Saturday Night Live skit that lowered expectations on Saturday Night Live? Do you remember those? No. Uh, you got to look at that on YouTube. I will. I, you, you'd remember them. I'd, I stopped watching Saturday Night Live when Belushi died, basically. I don't. Yeah, you just missed it by a few years. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. I want uh, him to know that I killed him. I want him to have just enough time as he tumbles to the ground. Someday Zelensky will be on such a plane. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about foreign... First off, diplomacy, diplomatically, the diplomacy discussion last night sucked. I didn't hear anything good as far as what to do about China or Russia. Yeah, it, it, all you got to know about Trumpian uh, uh, geopolitical diplomacy and policy. Did Vlad Putin roll into Ukraine while Trump was in the Oval Office? Well, no, he didn't. I wonder why. Do you think after Trump got out, he just sort of came up with the idea? I think I'll roll into Ukraine. No, he waited till you know, Barnaby Jones was the president of the United States. That's when Vlad rolled. Do you think Vlad takes a guy like Biden seriously in any way, shape, or form? I bet Vlad kicks back with his boots, you know, up on the uh, desk there doing shots of really expensive vodka. You know, t- uh, making fun of Biden. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't know me and Putin had something in common. <laughs> What, you do you sit with your feet up on your desk and make do fun shots of Biden, of, do, do shots do, of vodka, yeah. Do shots of vodka. Oh, here comes Joe. I'm so afraid. Do you know if you turn Joe Biden over, it says on his ass, made in China. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. But Trump, because remember when Biden was over there, how Putin always had like this. Crap eating smirk on his face, like, oh yeah, yeah, let's talk policy. <laughs> when he's talking to Trump, yes, no, I would never do that. No, yes, no, whatever you want, Donald. Uh here's Tony. Tony, how you doing? Tony. Yes, Tony. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh in addition to wearing red ties and uh blue coats, why didn't they put on Blonde hair pieces, you know. You, you, you put all <laughs> Trump those, wigs. They you, should have wore Trump all, wigs. You, yeah, you put all those ass clowns into one. They still wouldn't make a pimple on Trump's ass. Uh, I concur. The media on the the media on the left and the right are controlled by corporations. The corporations are against Trump. They oh, that was dude. That was painfully obvious last night. Thanks for the call. That was painfully obvious. They even got to Martha, man. 
I had such high Martha McCallum has been one of my favorites on that station I know, or on that she, net, on that channel, and she let you down, but she kind of carried the water. Did you see how much she deferred to Brett Bear? I thought that was creepy. Okay, the New she York... let that guy run the show, man. <laughs> the New York Times just released an article eleven hours ago. Which red tie did the most? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys. You, I, I, I obviously like they didn't have any idea what the other person was going to wear, and so the fact that they all stooge danced into wearing the same damn ensemble was a little funny. I, I swear to God, I don't know. I, I, I wonder why Nikki didn't have a red tie on. They all had the freaking red tie. How pathetic, man! It's not pathetic when you think of it this way. Uh. Each and one of these candidates had some consultant, some <laughs> demographic consultant. Oh, yeah. well, you know, the red tie appeals to... Or told the same thing, they, man. That's, I'm telling you, that's, uh, that's how... right. They're all like little corporations, these yes. candidates. That's what happened. It wasn't a quinky-dinky. We had a guy that used to consult here years and a thousand years ago, and he wore a lot of hairspray, and he wore wingtips. And, you know, I bet that was, you, a guy, I could imagine a guy like that. What you need to do, look, red ties are big. Go with a red tie. Trump wears a red tie. You should wear a red tie. And you should own that red tie. You should take the red tie from Donald Trump because you're big. You're going to be huge. Okay, I'll go with the red tie. And then everybody goes with the red tie. <laughs> that was funny, man. All right, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. We're back, 1024, News Talk 550 KTSA. I think Putin ought to just go full-on Blofeld. You know, he starts to, he needs to start wearing the tunic, sit around with a white cat on his lap, stroking it lovingly as he, like, dumps guys into shark tanks. You know what I mean? You wonder if, like, what, what's, the, what's the warm cookie delivery company? Well, you know what I mean? Ever see that where you, you send warm cookies to somebody and they, they deliver them Tiff's treat? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, something like that. Tiff's treats, yeah. yeah, yeah. You wonder if like, Putin like, sent Prigozhin, you know, some warm cookies to take on the flight. With, yeah, I sent you some cookies for your flight to St. Petersburg. And then, like, you know, Prigozhin's on the plane and he, you know, He's opening up his cookies from from Vlad, and there's just a little note with a couple of oatmeal cookies that says "bye bye," you know, and then like boom, the missile hits. You know, <laughs> you know Vlad actually writes in the card, "Have a nice trip, dog." <laughs> Enjoy the cookies for five seconds. Here's Alex. How you doing, Alex? Thank you, brother. Um, yeah. Cookies are bad for you, but uh, <laughs> one thing on my uh, <laughs> I suppose so, respectively. But um, baloney is one thing my my grandfather would call the television, and it's funny that we make sandwiches nowadays with them. So what? Um, they were full of yeah. baloney. Oh, oh, full of baloney. Okay, yes, they were full of baloney. Thank you, thank you, thank you James. <laughs> um, so um. Let's, you know, if this is off topic, I feel like it still may be relevant. Don't stop looking out for your neighbors. You know, keep your ears open, your eyes open, and don't live in fear. False evidence appearing real. Take care I, of each other and be well. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I appreciate the call. Thank you, doll. And in fact, the eyebrows brought that up. 
the guy from North Dakota at the end of the stage there. The guy with the, you know, like the really intense Scorsese eyebrows. I heard Trey say, said Scorsese. I, I was thinking Eugene Levy. And we're watching that thing. Weren't, weren't we all thinking the same thing? Like, bros! Bros! Eyebrows! But remember when they, you know, he, he actually picked up on the theme of the Richmond, North of Richmond trip they went on at the very beginning of the debate. And later on, I think he was asked about education, maybe. And he said, you know, in the small towns of, uh, of North Dakota, you know, people watch out for each other. And we need more of that. You know, I think he even brought up, you know, if a, if a farmer has an accident or gets sick, whole town comes around to make sure the crop gets out. And he, it was, that was eyebrows, wasn't it? And he uh, made that point. Uh, and he's right. It was a very good point. Uh, that was kind of lost in the chaos. But, you know, I think that's why that song is resonating with so many folks and that we need that small town ethic across the country, across the map. And he's right. He's never going to be president. Uh, and, and certainly the guy looks sweaty. Did that guy not look? He looked like he was sweaty. That's well, the guy with the basketball accident, right? Yeah, he ruptured his Achilles or something. So he probably had some hydrocodone going as well because he looked sweaty and a little nervous. See, my money was on Christy looking sweaty. Christy wasn't sweaty. I think, that, I think they probably dabbed him off, you know, before he went out there and just toweled him down a bit, you know. But that eyebrows there, actually, of all the people who spoke, if you really listen to what that guy was saying... He's never going to be president. He doesn't. Yeah, like I said earlier, he's got the personality of an earthworm. But content-wise, that guy actually said some sensible and reasonable things, and actually very conservative things. Abortion, states' rights. It's back where it should be. States' rights. So where that's how it should be. And I think he and Nikki diced it up there a little bit over that idea because they're all they're all trying to you know polish their pro-life cred with the with the folks. Let's go to Sam. Sam, how are you? Sam, you there, buddy? No? Sam, are you there? Yes. Oh, there you are, man. What are you thinking? Hey, um, I thought, you know how they're putting the screws to Trump and his uh, inner circle? His allies, as they're calling him in most articles, right? Yeah. Well, and they're, you're, we're, you know, you and Trey were talking earlier, they're going to tie him up in court for God knows how long. Right. If they can do that to him, what can they do to us? They can do anything to you and me. That's right. It's an excellent point. I got to run. I tell you what, Robert, Kent, and Becky, uh, is it? Oh, Sandy, I'm sorry. Hang on, and we'll go to you guys when we get back. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Ask your smart speaker to play us. This is Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA. We were talking about. You plant something in my head and I go. I'm we sorry. were talking off air about Vivek Ramaswamy and how hyper he is. And do you remember the dance or the uh, the workout routine with he and his wife the other day? <laughs> I'm looking at that thinking it looks like a Bollywood dance routine. And I'm actually a fan of Bollywood movies. They're wonderfully ridiculous. And they have these just bizarro but very intricate and well-choreographed dance routines or, or, you know, dances. I just wanted Ramaswamy at one point to just start, you know, 
the music to kick in. <laughs> he was so hyper. Uh, start, start, start doing the Bollywood dance there, dude. That's my fault. I'm sorry, man. It's hilarious. Because <laughs> it's such weird music and weird dancing. I just wanted to, you know, at a moment of peak frustration when everybody's talking over him, he just busts out, you know, the Indian moves there. We want a revolution. We want a revolution. Revolution. 210-599-5555. Robert, how are you? Hey, how are you doing? Great, Sean. Great. Hey, uh, two things. Uh, that uh, debate last night, it, it just seems so rhino-ish. You know, it's, it's, it's so out of touch. And uh, the, None of them seem out, like real human time. beings. None of them seem like actual real human beings. <laughs> and uh, this morning, I don't know if it, was, if it was right or not, but they said something like they had like 40 million views. And Trump's interview with Trump was at 64. <laughs> He's at 150 million, I think, at this point, isn't he? Yikes. He was at, when, in the first 10 minutes, he had 20 million. So within the first <laughs> quarter of the Trump interview, he'd already bested their audience, their total audience. Uh, you <laughs> and know? I'll close with this, Sean. I'll close with this. You know, if Putin's not careful, they're going to start comparing him to a Hillary and her kill list with Biden, the way they deal with their opponents. Yeah, well, the the difference between Vlad is he doesn't, you know, bother about the veneer of suicide or an accidental death. Yeah, I killed him. (laughs) Shot his ass out of the sky. And then I had to shut the vodka and listen to Houthi and the Blowfish. I love Houthi and the Blowfish. You know. Take care, Sean. All right, thank you, bro. (laughs) Do Do you, I mean, have you ever seen... Video of Putin sitting at his desk with all his dudes around him. Don't tell me that doesn't look like a Blofeld layer from a James Bond. He's got this massive desk, and all his guys are like half a mile away from him. You know what I mean? They're all sitting around, and I bet I bet under every single one of their chairs is a trap door leading to like a freaking shark <laughs> tank, or you know, like a, a an underground chamber with a bunch of Komodo dragons. You know. I don't agree with your take on my Ukrainian policy. Bye-bye. And he pushes a button. The guy goes, you know, into the trap door and is set upon by Komodo dragons under the floor. He shot that guy's ass out of the air, man. This this ain't a downed helicopter and, and a Clinton going, uh, must have had some difficulty with their, uh, their struts. <laughs> no, it's, I blew his ass out of the out of the air. He's dead. I threw his whole staff off a building. He don't care, man. He's like the honey badger. He, Vlad don't care. That's the same dude. Remember when Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, visited with him and Robert Kraft showed him the latest Super Bowl ring? Uh-huh. And Putin just said, thank you. And he took <laughs> it. He took it? Yes. I've never heard that. Yes, he Oh, did. thank you. It will go nice with my ring collection. Uh, Kent, how are you? Good morning, Sean. Hey. Hey. Oh, uh, oh, uh, bushy eyebrows, man. (laughs) Poor guy. He's only got. He's only known for his eyebrows, man. (laughs) I got a name for him. What's that? You uh, you you ever seen them little black fuzzy caterpillars that crawl on the ground? Yes. Yeah, they're called asp. A S P asp. Like the snake. Yeah. yeah, Oh wow. Call him asp. Asp man. Asp man. 
ass. Man. That's funny, man. Uh, I don't know. If he, I, I don't know if he's a butt guy or a boob guy. Anyway, I'm kidding. But the eyebrows. It was hard to get away from the eyebrows. It was really hard to get away. I'm just being honest with you. I'm a little slappy at this point. I'm a little tired. It was a late night for old Uncle Sean last night. And I'm not as spry as I was back in 1989. I'm not as spry as I was back in 1990. I'm a little weary. But the, the eyebrows really, when he was on screen, and it, the, the poor guy, he just seemed so, I don't know how to put it with that guy. What the hell was his name? I, I can't even remember his freaking name. Bergen? Bergen. The governor of North Dakota, who actually, again, you know, if you're being honest, had, I thought, some of the best answers. But he's delivering it like, you know, he's Napoleon Dynamite. You know, it's just, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Shut up, in, Tina. In North, Co- North Dakota, yeah. School choice, yeah. We have mad skills when it comes to school choice. He just looks so uncomfortable there, man. You know what I mean? Jerry, how are you, man? I'm doing fine. How are you? Great. What are you thinking? Well, I've got a solution to that uh, so-called uh, debate last night. <laughs> I got tired of watching it after about 20 minutes. I don't blame you. But what they instead of the little bell, why don't they just have a button that turns their damn microphones off? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, because the, the crosstalk was unbearable. It, was. It, it really was bad. I mean, it was it was chaos. They had no control over that crap. And I'm sure there's folks in Russia and China just laughing their butt off. Oh, you know they were. Oh, winning. (laughs) Going to take over. Thank you. She and I are going to take over the world. (laughs) He has he has a really good point. Why don't they have turning their mics off so that they can't step on each other? Because they want them to do that. It's optics. It's theater. In my opinion, I could be wrong, but that's how I look at it. Ding, ding, ding. You well, know, from a producer's ears, mine, I'm, I totally hear what he's saying. I'm like, no, I can control all this stuff. Turn these Yoko's yeah, mics off. Well, let him finish. And then when the bell goes, you talk. Yeah. You know, and it, it was it, now, it, as I said earlier, it's one thing. You, a lot of times you'll get two dudes talking over each other, two candidates talking over each other. But this was everybody talking over each other. And, and, and you know, I, I, I don't mean to sound like a square here, but when you're dealing with folks who can't shut up about how conservative they are, and this may seem like a little thing, but they're all rule, law and order people, and the rules matter unless you're on a debate stage. Because nope, none of them, maybe DeSantis, but none of them gave two, two farts about the rules of the debate. And DeSantis is the only one who served in the military who can follow rules. That makes sense. You know, Pence, all of them, they just would not shut up. And and I I could still hear Ramaswamy's shrill voice dinging around my head. I mean, God, it's going to take me a couple days to get that crap out of my cranium. Dude was so freaking hyper. But again, and not a lot of great points. The two biggest issues, and, and Trey had brought this up earlier in the morning, and he's absolutely right. I had the exact same sense. And here's what I did this morning. Uh, I, I Usually when I'm rolling in, I'm listening to Trey. I'm listening to the morning show. And today I didn't. I specifically put on my Selena CD, and I didn't listen to uh, the station because I wanted to come in with completely fresh opinions. I didn't want to know what everybody else thought going into it. And and we kind of matched up on a whole lot of stuff. And one of the things that Trey and I both agreed on is that 
the two biggest issues facing Americans right now and the things that the, the two issues that are besetting their minds, besets my mind, are what? The economy and the border. Hey, you want to go three, uh, three score here? Okay, the economy, crime, and the border, all of which are kind of interconnected. And they spent weirdly little time on all three of those topics. And again, as I mentioned before, they didn't bring up freaking Maui at all, which the absence of any kind of discussion about Maui was very weird. Uh, and Trey, uh, and again, I heard my brother say this, and, and he was absolutely right, that the candidate, if DeSantis had said, or maybe Mike Pence, hey, you know what? Got a lot of fireworks going on here. Uh, let's take a moment and remember the folks in Maui uh, and what they're going through. These are Americans. Uh, we should They should have our prayers. And then maybe go into some stuff about what an, what an ass Joe Biden made of himself on that trip. But Maui didn't make it. Maui didn't make the cut, man. It was a very, very strange debate. Uh, and, and I'm already uh, equally mystified by the response from some people saying that that was somehow a great debate. The Wall Street Journal thought it was great. I'm like, what debate were you watching, man? So anyway, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. We also have uh, Trump gets processed day upon us. Uh, I guess we're hearing now. That more that we thought, I thought maybe it'd be in the morning. Then it was what's going to be in the afternoon. Because it's kind of up to him when he goes in. The deadline is tomorrow. So he can kind of go roll in there whenever he wants. And I, apparently he's not going in until later on this evening. Which, if you're Trump, that's a showbiz guy. I'll have the most eyes on me later on tonight. So let's roll with that. Anyway. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up next. Looking forward to their take on last night's, well, whatever that was. And also Vlad, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> blowing his, uh, his enemies out of the sky there. And uh, what else do we have on the uh, well, Tucker, the Tucker Trump uh, uh, interview? The Vlad and the Wagner dude happened while they were on air yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, and it uh, it elicited from Scott a holy smokes! Oh, good grief. gosh, dang, dang! Look, they just oh my, <laughs> they just shot him out of the sky. Yeah, it did. Mm. I bet that was funny. I wonder if like Christy is like stress eating today. I wonder what Trump is saying, like. Well, the guy's got very big eyebrows. They're <laughs> ugly. I you could land. I could land Air Force One you on could, one of that guy's eyebrows. Uh, Talk about what? the UFO question again, because that was UFOs. Weird. Uh, well, I mean, and I look. I, you guys know I'm a sci-fi buff. I'm you know I watch a lot of ancient aliens, man. I am that guy. But that's not people. Again, when you're paying these grocery prices, you're paying this much at the gas pump, you're paying this much interest on your mortgage, you, 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 your rent's going through the roof, you're having a hard time living. There's crime everywhere. I mean, we were talking earlier about how there's garbage and people all across this town right now. People are not thinking about the UFO trip. And if I was Chris Christie, and I was, I'm doing a so-called lightning round. And I'm the guy who, I'm the doofus who gets the UFO question from Martha McCallum. I'd be a little pissed off, too. 
That was one funny moment, I thought, where Christie's being a real human being. Well, I get the damn UFO question. You know, uh, it, it, people aren't thinking about I mean, it, it's mildly interesting. I, I, there are some fairly uh, intense ramifications for the ramifications for the human race. But, I mean, people aren't, people aren't thinking about that right now. It's not a top issue. It's like, holy crap, they went with the climate change thing very early on. The, and, and the hand raise. I'm glad, I, I will say I'm glad DeSantis shut down that hand-raising trip. You know, he's not going to do it. And, you know, raise your hands if you think people are the cause of climate change. Like, what, where are the crayons coming next? You know, I mean, climate change. Most people think that's a farce and a joke. You think it's most people? Yeah, I think unless you're a you're a Democrat vote moron who just accepts whatever spoon fed into your head. Mm-hmm. People aren't sitting around. I, you look at opinion polls. Look at any given opinion poll, whether it's from yeah. today or six months ago or four years ago. Climate change barely shows up on the radar as far as things that people are concerned with. And a lot of people are not aware that the Earth is like 15 to 20 percent greener. Yeah. Like vegetation well, uh, now the than it was in 2000. Latest stats I saw, the polar ice caps have increased. Yeah. These are people who are routinely killing whales with, with windmill farms off the coast of New Jersey and New York and Martha's Vineyard. But somehow we're supposed to be concerned about climate change. It's a scam, and people don't care. And so when they went with that early on, I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, you guys are fully in the stooge column at this point. Brett, Brett's been there for a while. I've had a lot of respect for Martha McCallum, and she's the one who ponied up the UFO question for Christy. Like, really? You're Martha McCallum, man. So I'm glad it's over. I, I do think Trump needs to get into the next one or one of them. He can't, he can't go through the whole campaign without doing a single debate. I think it, it, Trump was, and I don't know if he was watching or not. I imagine he was because the Tucker thing was pre-recorded. But if you're Trump and you're looking at what happened last night, just go in there and just stand there. I would just stand and not be rambly Trump, you know what I mean? But just offer up a couple of statements here and there and be very poised in a sense. But he's got to do it. I don't think he can avoid doing any debates. I don't think that would be a good look for him. Uh, Some of these folks are going to drop by the wayside, so it's not going to be a... It ain't ain't like in 2015 and 2016, okay, where he really had to get in there and scrap it up and take every single one one of those people down as far as the primary. But I don't. I don't think it's going to help him to not do any debates. But you know, I wonder what you, you could just hear the commentary from a guy like Trump watching something like that. Uh, Chris just had lunch. Lunch number two. What did the hobbits eat? Uh, dinner number twosies. I think he's on seventies. Sevensies. He's had seven lunches today. Look at that guy. He's an unidentified. I bet he smells like tartar sauce. Unidentified fat object. He's an unidentified. He's an unidentified fat. Op- the man is fat. He's a fat man. Unidentified. He's an unidentified fat object. He's fat. Look, these people are sick and he's fat. I wonder how many uh, meatball subs that guy choked down at Circle K at the Wawa store on his way in to do the debate. He looked a little bloated. And what's with the eyebrows? You know. <laughs> oh. So I, you know, it, it was largely 
I, I don't, I'm largely. Well, I don't even know what to call that. I mean, I, am I the only one saying seeing that that was a crummy debate? No, and I think Trey agreed when you said it was a mess. It was a mess. Yeah, there it, was it, nothing it, sharp and no, nothing sharp about it. There was nothing there, you know. And and it, they were all just trying to shove their prescripted lines out there. There's a lot of sloganeering. Everybody tried to get their little catchy line in. I and, feel bad, you know. I feel kind of guilty because being a news person, uh, you know, filling in mornings this week, I kind of had the, you know, it's awfully late for me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I didn't watch more than a few minutes of this, not because of the schedule, but because I knew what they were going to do. It wasn't necessary. The highlights are them screaming at each other. All right. Right. Thank you, James. Thanks for all the sound, brother. And uh, Lane Rodriguez, Christian Blood, my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. That makes me angry. And when Dr. Evil gets angry, Mr. Bigglesworth gets upset. And when Mr. Bigglesworth gets upset, people die!